being an estate agent in Northern Ireland in the 1990s was quite a challenge. Stephen McCarran, you are the National Association of Estate Agent President and an estate agent from the fine city of Derry or Londonderry. Talk to me about being an estate agent in 1990 in Northern Ireland. Well, my career began, and before it began, the, the troubles, as they were called in Northern Ireland, impacted my first interview. So I was supposed to attend an interview, and the day I was to attend, there was a bomb scare, and I couldn't make it, and I thought that was my chance gone. And eventually I got the interview, and I got the job, and I began my career. When was this? Right back in 1980. So the very, certainly in the, the height of the troubles, the height of what was going on in Northern Ireland. And uh, my career began, and there have been a number of things that have happened over the years that some people might raise an eyebrow or two at. And in, in many ways, we found it a way of life rather than anything else because we've become so immune to what was going on around us. But there were some things that happened that would even panic the, panic the, the hardest of persons. I mean, so what was the worst time then? Definitely the early 90s. Certainly from about 90 to 95, I think, would have been the absolute so worst time. It wasn't your own firm. You were an employee at this so time. So I was an employee. So to give you a flavour of the sort of thing that happened, um, I was selling a group of old terraced houses. And there was a gentleman who, and I'm not going to name names because it would be unfair to do so, who came to view those houses. And he was an affable chap. No issues with them at all. And this is, was back in the day when you can actually hand the key out to someone and they could go and view the house and come back because it, it was a repossession or whatever it was at the time. And that was fine. And then about six months later, um, I'd heard he'd been shot dead. And the story started to unravel and unravel and unravel. And what actually happened was he was a member of a political paramilitary organisation and he was using the houses for meetings with subversive people and then he was accused of being an informer and he was shot dead and that was the first thing that happened to me that resonated so how many times did he borrow the keys then was he i would say at the time he probably remember i was a sales negotiator so none of this was my doing or i had no responsibility for it but the branch manager knew the guy seemed to know him seemed to be happy with him i'd say he did it 30 times at least did not didn't that ring an alarm bell that someone was going to say the same houses? Well, they weren't times? the same houses, but they were all in an area. So we, there were there were so many repossessions at the time. They were coming in day and day. We were just getting keys, 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 keys. It was just the, it was just the way. Because it went. the the Northern Ireland property market really did blow up in the in the in eighty eight and also oh eight. But the drop was the choice of words might be correct, but yes, it did. Yes. It blew up. It did blow up. Um, We'd, there was a period of time where the market was very depressed with, with lots and lots of old terrace houses, and this guy bought a few, so it wasn't unusual. Okay. He was able to mask he, what he was doing. How can we say? His viewing to sales ratio was quite high. Yes, we could say that. Okay. And then he came uh, to a very sad end. Okay. And that was the first thing that happened to me in a state agency, and I thought to myself, this is not what I thought it was because I can remember sitting in the office and there was almost like a library feel about it. 
we had a sort of a target, but nobody did anything. Nobody really shook any trees or did anything amazing. We just plodded along. And then that sort of spoiled the cosy atmosphere of what was happening in the office. Okay, but that's not your responsibility. No, none of it would be my responsibility, even when I started off my own business and some of the things I, I encountered. But you're part of a game that, that, that has inevitably happened in Northern Ireland. And whether you, want, whether you choose to be or not, you, you can okay. be dragged into it very easily. Okay. Anything else? Two other stories for you. One other story was another terraced house I had to sell. And I remember going into it and feeling really, really, really uneasy. But because I had no interest in what was going on in terms of that, it hadn't dawned on me. I didn't even live in the same side of the city. I lived in the water side and this was in the city side. And I went into the house and I thought, there's something just really, really strange about this house. I couldn't just put my finger on it. Like the hairs on your back of your neck. Yeah, there was something about it that was just very strange. And after about six months when the house was sold, a plaque was erected on the side of the house. And the plaque basically said, blah, blah, blah person was murdered here by the SAS. Well, that was the rhetoric, if you like. And that sort of sent me off to a bit of investigate and find out what actually happened. And what had happened was the gentleman was storing guns in the house and the army were in the attic knowing there were guns in the house, and there was gunfire, and the guy came to his end, and just lost his life, whatever way you want to look at it. So that was two things, you know, that most people don't incur, and certainly not in their early estate agency life. You nearly wonder why you'd want to be an estate agent. And then there was one other thing, which wasn't necessarily direct, related to estate agency per se, but it set me down a very dark path afterwards. And you may or may not have heard of the thing called the Grey Steel Massacre. And what it was, was in Halloween 1995, I think. Three boys walked into a pub where there was a party and shot everybody in the pub. And that was difficult enough because I knew some of the people. But what I didn't realise was, and this came out days late, quite quickly days later, that one of the guys... So the guy that had the machine gun that was shooting was my neighbour. And it left me feeling all of a sudden, because we were from two different parts of the track. He was, he was from a different religion than I was, and that was a big thing in the day, if I'm being honest with you. And uh, it made me feel then all of a sudden, this guy has been living on my doorstep. Was I going to be a target? Could I have been a target? Because I was just a Catholic or whatever the case was at the time. And that then sent me in a very dark, dark place. So I had to take some time out of the state agency at that time because that really played with my mind that potentially I too could have been a victim or a number or whatever the case may be. That wasn't the fact that you were an estate agent. That was just simply no, the fact is, is that your next door neighbour got murdered. No, my next door neighbour didn't get... My next door neighbour was the murderer. Or was the murderer? Yes. Oh, right. And then I had to take a time out because this this had come in the back this, of all our things that were happening. Were you friends with your next I door? I knew him very well. I wouldn't say we were When we were younger and we played football together, but when you get to that teenage year, years, things generally change. People go different directions. And it became po quite polarised. Yeah. And that, and that realisation that your next door neighbour unfortunately committed this oh, heinous crime, heinous thing, 
but the fact he was my next door neighbour and I knew and that just yeah that that that's when I took a period. So it doesn't really matter what but what profession you were in at the time that just threw you for six. Yeah. How did you how do you get out the other side? Uh, with great difficulty. I'm I'm not going to lie. It really 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 and I feel I, I don't want to I'm not going to be I'm emotional about it because I can still I can still feel it and I still feel the same today than I did back there. Um how what do you feel? Let down? Well, I feel that any murders are necessary. I think all those lives that were wasted were wasted. Um, but I felt all of a sudden the, the, the spotlight was being shone on me, or at least that's how I felt, because I could easily have been someone else that was shot. He could have shot me. I didn't know. So, did, did you ever go to that pub? Sorry? Did you ever go to that pub? I had been in it, yeah. So it could have been you? It could have been. It wasn't, but it could have been. But the point was then, with everything that had already happened in the estate agency, and then that happened... Yeah, it was the straw that broke the camel's back? Yeah. So I had to get out of it for a period of time, and I had to try and reassess where I was, and I had to try and get my head straight, and it wasn't easy. Did you get help? Yes, I did. Lots of help. And I really needed it. Do you think, in hindsight, made you a better man? I don't think, I think we are all human beings and whilst we strive to be better, and I do every day, but I'm not a, I'm not a better man. I'm a, I try to be a better man. No, no, no. But, but you, only you can control you. Yeah, I would, I would say that was a seminal moment in my life that has probably raised its head a number of times over the years. But has it made you appreciate life better yes. and, look, oh, and, look at, and look at things in a different I look way? At, and even in my working agency, I look at things in a completely different way. I think people can get so wrapped up and obsessed and worry about figures and worry about this and worry about that, but there's only so much you're capable of doing as a human being. And I can look back and I can assess things now and say, this is the best I can give and I can't do any better than that. So it does make me a better person in that respect. Apart from the you 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 know you said off camera that sometimes you can slip back into the to the dark dog days and we all we all suffer from that in different ways generally are you happier oh, for sure for, so but the the, the 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 difference now is there is there is well i say there's no violence there's still a few groups around that would profess to do things but don't do an awful lot but we've gone from the safest one of the safest cities to one of the probably least safe for cities now. And one thing replaced another, but... So just now it's normal crime. Mm. We but never had that. And the night, there was no normal crime. No burglaries or... No, nobody did it. Nobody put a foot out of place. Never happened. Because you'd get sorted out by one of the sides. Possibly. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, yes. What's the future for you? I mean, you're a, we're going to talk about it separately, but you're an, uh, an estate agent in your National Association of Estate Agent Property Mark President. Um, what, is, you know, what did you take that on? Why did you take that position? And again, we're going to go into a lot of detail in a separate video, but why? Just give a brief flavour. Do you think the troubles, the troubles that caused in the 90s forced you to do, not forced you, but made you? I wanted to do it for... I'm not, I'm, no, I, I'm doing it first and foremost, I'm doing it for me. Yes. It's something I want to do. It's something I've always had an ambition to do. I can remember looking at all, all the older 
presidents and thinking to myself, God, these guys look really grey and really old and they've got nothing in common with me. And yet I feel I've lots in common with everybody else. And that's why I did it. But I also wanted to do it. I'm not going to sit and bang my drum, but I wanted to do it because Northern Ireland generally is that place over there. Yeah, it is, it is kind of forgotten. Yeah, and it is forgotten. And I don't want it to be forgotten. And if, if all I ever do is spend one year and try and raise awareness and try and get people to see Northern Ireland in a different way, then that would be a job done for me. But yeah, it's, it was primarily for me because this is like the cherry on top of well, the cake. The focus is on you for a year. After that, then the focus will pass on to someone else. But whilst you've got this 12 months in your limelight, good for you. And what I would say to everyone watching this is if you get the chance, do go on holiday to Northern Ireland. And don't just stop in Belfast. Yeah. Get yourself over the big mountain yeah. uh, over to uh, Derry. Um, it's a beautiful city. Um, and, and other ones as well. Newry's nice. Yeah. And uh, get, the car, get the car down to Dublin as well whilst you're at it. It's lovely. But anyway, this is not a part of the Irish Tourist Board. Thank you for your time today, Stephen. You've been an absolute star. Thank you.